what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the All Pro Jaffos, where we bring you the highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. I'm your host, JP, and alongside me, as always, the 610 Beast from the Southeast and the belated birthday boy, Mr. Country K. So, damn. Happy birthday to you. Please don't. Happy birthday to you. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, football is fucking back right now. It is the first preseason game of the year, the Hall of Fame game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Las Vegas Raiders. It is pretty much a one-sided game right now, 20 to nothing in favor of the Raiders going into the half. Um. First thing, really quick, Kate sent something in the group chat um, just 15 minutes ago, uh, just before like the show got started and everything, and it was a video of T.O., Terrell Owens, Terrell. Hall of Famer, Harris, <laughs> I love me some me, that T.O., that um, was a victim of a Karen. Uh, police were involved, and uh, he's got the videotape out. You guys can go over to the Instagram over at Joppa or Sports and uh, check out the story. It's right in there. Um, yeah, uh, Terrell Owens was apparently walking down to the mailbox. Terrell, Terrell, it's Terrell Owens. Not Terrell, sorry. Terrell Owens was going down to the mailbox. Presumably believe he gets his mail. Um, and there's a white lady on a bike. Uh, confronts T.O. And starts, ram- you know, rambling off on some bullshit. And before the police gets there, just starts... M- she says the phrase, you are a black man walking up on a white woman. Which should already tell you uh, where it is on the racist scale that this woman is. Um, and then when the police got there, immediately broke down into crying. T.O. wasn't having it. T.O. was like, you need to stop all that. You need to stop. <laughs> he even... He- he gave his ID to the police officers. And the police officers were even looking at this going like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is this is T.O. What is going on right here? And he's got it all on tape and he couldn't believe he's like, I, he's like, this is this is actually happening. Like, this is actually happening right now. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, uh, this lady must not know who T.O. is. To be doing this, first of all. And second of all, this was well intended for him to get shot by the police. And it, 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 and I'm sorry. I, I, actually, I'm not sorry. Because this shit has been proven time and 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 time again. Every time these fucking white ladies see a black man or un, another minority... 
they feel their presence is a fucking threat and deserves to be called by the police. And it doesn't help that the police are killing these fucking people without knowing what's going on. So I was, I'm fully under the assumption that this woman was trying to get T.O. killed. By calling the police, doing the crying, and saying the whole state and the, you know, you're a black man walking up on a white woman like it's the fucking 30s again. Bro, this pisses me. I got to hear what you guys say, because if it pisses me off, what were your initial thoughts when you first saw this whole video? Not surprised even a little bit. Like, not even enough to even draw emotion, because that's how they do. I'm talking about full playbook, ready, set, go. Like, you know exactly what the fuck's going to happen. Like, say it like this. To put in the football terms for the football fans that, that are not aware and not experienced this shit, right? <clears throat> say we're on the goal line, right? You got Marshawn Lynch at running back. Best offensive line in the league. You hand him off the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Normal circumstances. Naturally. That white lady <clears throat> tried to throw a slant. <laughs> T.O. wasn't having it. He picked it off by having his camera out, recording the before and what after the police got there. Um. <clears throat> also, like I said, this is pretty much, like I said, just... It's just typical, bro. Like, this is just typical stuff that goes on. You know what I mean? Like, especially it, it's, I don't even, I think she was trying to become famous. I don't necessarily think that she was trying to be shot. Like, they were talking about his TV show in that argument. They was talking about his houses on lean in that argument. They was mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? That, that right there letting me know, like, all right, you're a Karen that wants to be famous. I'm a famous person, you know I'm famous, and you know my fucking goddamn house has a lien on it, I guess, based off of the TV show. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This is my assumption based off of the, what I saw in that video. Right. She wants to be famous. She trying to get some shit stirred up with him and then potentially buy his house because I think she thinks she got that much money. You get what I'm saying? And if she lives in the HOA that <clears throat> that's trying to save face, they're going to kick her the fuck up out of there. Mm. So we gonna see what the fuck happens, but at the same time, like <coughs> that lady was trying to become famous, and she is definitely finna get sued. So I mean, the reason why I say like she's trying to get him killed is because at this point in time, after everything that has been going on, that's like get a black man killed playbook one on one right there. That that's how it is. That's just how it's been. So, like, that's how I'm assuming she was prepared for the worst. She was prepared for the worst to happen when calling the police. Even her husband. You, you heard T.O. say, like, even your husband is telling you to go inside the house. But no, you wanted to come out here and start some shit. You wanted to say something. Making up stories. He ran the stop sign. There's no stop sign there, there. Right there. He was speeding. Other lady comes in. Oh, he wasn't. I was in the garage. I saw the whole thing. He wasn't speeding at all. Like, just 
absolutely contradicting after contradicting after contradicting everything she says. And then the fucking crocodile tears when the police show up. Like, uh, I, I mean, to be honest, let's be glad that these police officers actually had a little bit of sense and didn't jump to conclusion. You know, they actually kind of got there and understood the situation before, you know, making any action. You know, so I'm thankful for that. But I mean, again, bro, this shit happens way too often. It's annoying. I'm kind of tired of hearing it. It kind of sucks that we've started to become numb to it. But how much do you think she's going to, how much do you think he's going to sue her for? You think um, Tia will sue her? You really think Tia will sue her? I sue her ass. You got them right, I would. You got them right, I sue the shit out of her ass. I sue the shit out of her ass. I'm talking about the shit. Oh, I'm on TV. <laughs> Go. All right, look, whatever television company, and my, my own personal lawyer is going to be on top of it. But whatever television company he works for, I'll be sitting there going into the office like, hey, man, they tried to uh, end one of your programs right now. Like, you got a lot of money invested into this. I feel like you probably should recoup for the time lost. I would be on that type of time. Like, oh yeah, we gonna you you wanna play you wanna play games, let's play in your playbook, Shorty. You wanna play in the black <laughs> man's playbook? You wanna play in the black man's playbook? We're gonna play in your white girl's playbook, Shorty. Let's, <laughs> let's go in that playbook. How would your father? How would your father do it, Shorty? How would your father? He would get the lawyers involved, Shorty. So let's get the lawyers involved. Fuck you thought this was. I sue the shit out of her ass. Oh, that was perfect. Oh, that's perfect. I can't wait for that fucking trial to be shown on TV. Uh, T.O. in a civil trial with a, with a Karen. Oh, that's must-watch TV right there. Oh, Me and that motherfucker, and all black. Back there, <laughs> back there like how he was when he was crying by Tony Romo. I'll be over there crying like a motherfucker. I'm just afraid to see her in person again. What? I'm afraid for my life and what she might do. She's scarred. The repercussions that might bring when I'm around her. I'm I need telling you, huge financial confidence. I'm talking about page one through 1,000. <laughs> I need financial compensation for uh for mental health problems. Um for this situation, for emotional damages. Oh my god. Wouldn't that be great? Can you your phone off, please? Wouldn't that be absolutely great? We put that up on memes. We might have that as the banner. TO going full on caring crying in court, talking about the, oh my goodness, that'd be great. Looks like Kay's got some uh, Wi-Fi issues, as he sometimes does. <sighs> but, uh, this time, we gotta talk about Ray's real quick. Ray's Energy, the best energy drink on the entire planet. You guys already know, go to repsports.com, go to the R-E-P-P sports.com, use the promo code ALPRAYS. 
for 15% off your order demand more. Join the Rays Rebellion. Appreciate Rays once again for being with us since absolute day one. Uh, what well, we did talk about it uh, earlier in the show before we got into T.O., uh, his interaction with the Karen. Uh, preseason football has begun, uh, finally. And, oh, 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 let me get him back in here. There you go. There he is. I'm telling you right now, I would go get an old Larry David ass Jewish lawyer from the northeast part of this goddamn country, preferably Maine, Delaware, Vermont, some shit like that. Well, they ain't got nothing to do but read books. I want one of them motherfuckers. Fuck the New York shit. I know I want the New York ass fucking ass accent type shit, but I promise you, I'll go get one of the Vermont, Delaware, Maine, northeast country, Rhode Island. They ain't got shit to do but read books. I will be one of them Jewish as lawyers, and we going to court, We going to court. I'm running up. I mean, they're crying and shit. <laughs> when you cut out, I was like, All right. I just did the right quick raise promo and started talking, like, moving on. And I was going into the preseason game. And I was like, oh, Katie's back in. Okay. I would and just continue. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sitting there like, well, I'm just gonna let him keep going until he's done. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, no, that whole situation is fucked up, man. It, it really is fucked up. But on the bright side, again, football has begun. Uh, Hall of Fame game today. It's a whack-ass game between the Jags and the Raiders. Apparently, uh, Josh McDaniels, this is a bit of a homecoming for him because I guess his dad uh, uh, coached the high school um, that plays on that field. So I guess he uh, he's a native of Canton, Ohio, so he's been in that stadium for a while. So now that he's... Coaching inside that stadium right now is a big uh, thing for him. To me, don't give a fuck. Still the Raiders, I don't care. Doesn't matter. I was excited for football to happen today, and then I looked who was playing, and I was like, way to get me excited for the season. Way to get me excited for the season, because if the season is anything like this, uh, ooh, garbage, uh, hot garbage that I'm seeing right now, Long way to go. Yeah, it's week one of the preseason. Uh, but damn. Again, if it's anything like this, my goodness gracious. That's a long way to go for not just Jacksonville, but for the Raiders themselves. So have you seen any of the game at all so far? Uh, No, and I wasn't going to. Oh, okay. You're probably the smart person then. No, I definitely, I definitely the smart version, especially saying that in <laughs> locked up. I don't give a fuck what the Rams just did. I'm a can I can I go ahead and be honest, like I always am. Look, the Rams barely skated by us. You know that, right? Like they barely skated by us, and we didn't even have a fucking offense, right? The, the I'm, not dis- I'm not disagreeing with you. That's what I'm saying. Is is like I'm not saying that you are, but I'm saying like. <laughs> like them motherfuckers, they in a rude awakening now. Russell, even if we, 
even if Julio don't make it to that game, right? Like, just say just hypothetically, right? Because it's a higher chance that he might not. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He don't make it to that playoff game. We still got Russell fucking Gage. I was about to say that that was kind of a forgotten signing, hasn't it? it uh, I just reminded we, our coworkers we had uh, Akeem Hicks. Bro, we discussed it on the show of Russell Gage getting signed. We talked about that as that's a big fucking signing. That is a very underrated big signing. And, you know, now, oh, no, it's going to be Julio and Godwin and Evans. You, you keep sleep. I feel like, bro, watch. Out of this whole thing, I feel like Gage is probably going to be um, fucking Brady's go-to easy target. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm telling you, Julio can sit for the first five games. I promise <laughs> you, bro, get your shit together. Like, sit and rest. Like, you don't even have to come out. Yeah. Like, I don't think we need you for the first five games. Like, just on the fact of – Make sure you're 100%. Exactly. Like, that's – we, we need you for the back half of the season and the fucking playoff run. That's when we need you to be Julio. we probably still be 4-1, 5-0 in those first five. Three and two. If if what do you guys can you pull up uh, y'all schedule? Oh, I got that in my uh, photos. Oh, there you go. I, <laughs> I don't even. What's the first? First five games. All it. right, is Dallas, Dallas, Aints, Packers, Kansas City, ATL. All right, Dallas for sure be Nas. The Aints for sure be Nas. Aaron Rodgers in the first four games of the year, for sure beating that ass. Kansas City, they ain't got Tyreek, so we ain't got to worry about these motherfuckers. We can just literally play cover four, three, or two, or just guard their ass man, for real, double, for real. Double, double Kelsey the whole time, and you're good. No, Levante Davis showed that he ain't got to do that shit. I can just guard this motherfucker. We ain't got to double him. Uh, and Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, that's true. You see what I'm saying? Y'all are a regular ass team now. Granted, I like Juju, but y'all a regular ass team now. So yeah, that's a potential W. ATL. Do hey, we, oh we, yeah. We that? No, yeah, no, we don't. We don't. All right. That one. that one was the guarantee out of five. <laughs> that one was. That one was the absolute. Yeah, <laughs> out of the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Because again, if if Julio is still kind of aching, you know, like you said, it, it would be smart to just sit him until he's healthy, because you have the firepower to make up for him not being. I mean, it's. I'm gonna be completely honest. Y'all didn't really need Julio. <laughs> okay, y'all didn't really need Julio on the team. I thought once you guys got Gage, I thought that was it. I was like, okay, the receiving core is set, solid, set in stone. It's all good. Brady's got his weapons to probably throw for another 5,000-yard fucking season. And then you add Julio to the mix, which tells me he's got Tom Brady now in the play, getting into the playoffs because if, if, if would we be lying to ourselves if we said the Bucs weren't going to play, make the playoffs. He now has not just Mike Evans, who's an insane red zone red zone target in itself. All the famer. You got Julio Jones, who's an insane red zone target 
in the cell. Another Hall exactly got two Hall of Fame wide receivers. Dancing with the stars out there. Dancing with the goddamn stars. Fucking Tom Brady's cooking with grease. <laughs> he is like the the butt, bro. Hey, look, okay. Let, let, let's just be real for a quick second. Okay, we talk a lot of shit to each other about each other's teams, right? Now, Bucks ain't shit. You know, Matt, I mean, I bet you if Mad Six was on here right now, he would still disagree with me and say, hell no, nah, fuck the Bucks regardless. <laughs> you know, I, I, I guarantee he would, would do that. But when it comes down to the actual, when you look at the whole thing, mm. either on paper or just by history, nobody's talking about the Bucks. Why? Because it's already a guarantee. Nobody needs to talk about the Bucks. Nobody needs to talk about Tom Brady. Oh, are uh, are, are they going to struggle to make the playoffs? Does Tom Brady and the Bucks have something to prove? Nobody's fucking talking about that because it's a guarantee. No, nah, they trying it's to all a guarantee. The Rams are good still. I mean, they're trying to make a case for the entire NFC because the AFC is fucking stacked. Yep. The AFC is absolutely stacked. Cute, like insane quarterbacks. Great teams come to young teams too. We're talking about the AFC. Would possibly once Brady's done and everything like that, and kind of like the whole turnover and the NFC starts, the AFC could be winning the Super Bowl for the next five to ten years. And it ain't even close. Not even close. I don't know. Whether whether it's Josh Allen, whether it's Patrick Mahomes again, whether it's Joe Burrow, whether it's Justin Herbert pulling one out for the fucking Chargers, whether it's Lamar Jackson pulling one for the Ravens, whether it's any of these young teams in the AFC who have a shot of doing it. Like, the AFC is loaded, and the NFC is falling off. The, the AFC has the young, exciting future of the league. The NFC has all the about to retire fucking, you know, shields of the old guard, you know, still here. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, they got Aaron Rodgers for like five years. Really, he's going to retire after two, I think. So you don't think so, Aaron, he, he can't get it done after the Brady retire? Aaron? It didn't need to take Tom Brady. To stop A.A. Ron from going anywhere. He just needed a, either a 49er, a 49er team, or anybody in the NFC Championship game. I feel like you disrespecting the month of January. Aaron Rodgers has been getting his ass whooped by the month of January his whole career. He made I mean, it one time. The month of January has been beating this... All 31 days has been beating the shit out of Aaron Rodgers, bro. And you can't be great in, in in terms of, like, winning championships and stuff like that if you're getting your ass beat in January. The most crucial time in the year. The most absolute crucial 100% you need to show out and have everything, leave everything you got on the field. And you fucking stink in January. Like, 
Aaron Rodgers, great quarterback. Cool. All the physical attributes. Got a fucking cannon for an arm. Accurate, mobile, all the whatever intangibles you want to put on Aaron Rodgers. Football IQ, he's got it. He's there. But, but exactly. But when he gets to the playoffs, just he becomes pedestrian. He won that one Super Bowl literally because of his defense. Literally because otherwise. The fucking Pittsburgh Steelers and, and Big Ben would have another fucking ring. Definitely. They would have seven right now, and Big Ben would have three. Definitely. You know, so, like, had it not been for that defense for, for Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have a ring. Since then, been nowhere to be found. He's either been booted out of the first round, or if he. If he gets to the NFC Championship game, he chokes. And this is proven time and time again. So it's like, again, you know, when when you talk about, like, the talent, sure, he's got the talent, but he doesn't have the clutch. He's bombing on the sweat of mom's spaghetti-ass motherfucker. He, he does, and people go, oh, what about all the Hail Marys, you know, at the end of games, the win games and stuff? And he's like, okay, cool. Okay. When was he doing that in the fucking playoffs? Nah, he's doing that in November. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> exactly, that. too. Like, he's doing that shit early. Like, it's not even... Where is, where is his clutch in January? Nowhere to be found. Absolutely abysmal. Like, it's just... I don't, I don't know. The NFC, when it comes to quarterbacks, that's why I say, like, the next five to ten years, especially after Brady's gone, Whenever that may be, the NFC is going to see some big time dark ages. You know, it, like there's going to be no NFC Super Bowls in the next five years. You know, five to ten. You're telling me Trey Lance and the 49ers has the best chance in the NFC? That's your team, though. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But. What is one thing? What is one thing that I have been honest about the entire time is the abilities of the team. I have not seen enough out of Trey Lance to assume at all that he is going to be the answer to all the troubles. I I I just I don't know. If he is, cool. Shut me the fuck up. That's fine. Let's win a Super Bowl. But until then, yeah, God, show me, bud. But practicing on air, training camp, preseason shit, that, that, that's fucking, that means nothing. I don't give a shit what you do at that time, to be completely like that honest. Play that went viral? You saw that play that went viral? Which which one? Well, the one he threw Brandon Ayuk? That was Ayuk. Oh, my God. That's even worse. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no, I, again, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed for shit in practice. I'm just not. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you know, he's so, he's, no, he, he's, no, he's, he, he's got an arm. He's doing this against the defense. It doesn't mean shit to me. In the regular season against good teams, because I'm going to expect you to beat the shitty teams, 
Because if you don't beat the shitty teams, I'm sorry. I'm not even going to be having this fucking conversation with anybody. So I'm going to expect you to beat the shitty teams. But if you can't beat the good teams, the really good teams, the elite teams, tell me where I'm fucking wrong. (laughs) Point it out to me, please. As a truthful 49ers fan, as an honest 49ers fan, can you really sit there and tell me that this is the answer when we haven't seen a fucking thing yet? Everybody's way too impressed with practice. Like Alan Iverson, bro. I wish I had this talk about practice. Practice? Nobody gives a shit about practice at the end of the day. Nobody made the Hall of Fame because of what they did in practice. Or they, they, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, one fun fact. Um, Trey Lance threw that pass against the Niners DBs. The fun fact is the Niners doesn't have DBs. He's like, oh, it was against Ward. Okay, the second, the the DB number two for the Chiefs last year. They did it on him. Okay. Uh, you know, every, oh, the DB cores. I'm like, show me. The DB core is good if the defensive line penetrates. That's it. They can't hang with receivers for more than three seconds, for more than two, three seconds. It just isn't happening. Watch the film. It's there. So the uh, Forty Nine fans, I beg of you. Stop being blind. Okay. Stop buying into the bullshit. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be all hoopla and hoorah, but then as soon as shit goes bad, you guys are the quickest ones to fucking say, oh, Canada, fire him. We need a new QB. We need Fuck that. See it for what it is so that you are prepared for what's actually going to happen. We made it to the NFC Championship game next year. Honestly, on a fluke. Let's be real. It was a fucking fluke that that happened. We caught the Dallas Cowboys in the dumbest moment of the year. And we played against Aaron Rodgers, who couldn't beat the 49ers on his best day in the playoffs. No, nah, y'all caught the Cowboys at the right time. December. Nah. They get their ass with by November and December every fucking year. They no, also suck. Year. They suck in the playoffs and everything like that. That's been proven as well. Anytime they make the playoffs, they've been dog shit. You know, so again, we, we, we caught the we caught the two teams. That aren't worth the shit in the playoffs on the way to the NFC Championship games. You can get mad all you want to. That's just facts. You know, uh, we should have beat the Rams. We didn't. We couldn't stop Aaron Donald that day. All throughout the season, we were able to do it. Not that day. Ain't no way they're going to beat us. Honestly, because I was waiting for the moment, like I was honestly hoping it was going to be the Bucks because I was waiting for the moment of realization because I know that Tom Brady going against the 49ers in the NFC Championship game would have actually absolutely dog walked us. It would have been so bad. It would have been bad. It would have been absolutely terrible. And would have and it would have been an absolutely incredible humbling experience. I'd have, been dis- I'd have been disrespectful. 
I'd have been on the Golden Gate oh. Bridge oh. and started oh. fucking goddamn thizzing on that bitch with a Tom we, Brady jersey. I'd have been on that bitch different. I'd have been we, that boy crazy. We we would have possibly needed to ban Tay for a couple of weeks. Okay, yeah. it, it would it would have been bad. It would have been very bad all across the board. And I would have been sitting here. I would have been sitting here doing the same thing. I fucking told you guys. I fucking told you guys. Everyone's being delusional. Nobody wants to sit. I fucking told you guys so. Everybody wants to go to Jimmy G. And now everybody's glad that he's getting traded. What? It's like we should have traded him mid fucking season. We should have just traded him mid fucking season, and got Trey Lance. Whether he did get or bad, he would have had the in-game experience. Those two games that he played, meh. And he barely played because he got hurt. The two games he played, he already got hurt. It's like I just don't, uh, and I keep going back to it. He's not worth what was given up for him. Not sure yet. Mm. Maybe, you know, somewhere down the line or whatever, he can, you know, if he proves it and, you know, that kind of shit, cool. I'll be like, all right, cool. But, again, like, until then, from the amount of games that he played in college, I knew he wasn't ready. He wasn't going to play, be a year one, a year one starter. You know, that that was just so it's like why give up that much for him when you could have gotten him where you were already at? It was an impulse decision that didn't need to be made. You gave up the fucking future for it. That was dumb. Very dumb. Very don't do that shit again. Do it again. No. Don't ever. Do Not again. Do it again. Do it next uh, year. I, I will. I will constantly be the fucking Michael Jordan meme. Stop it. Get some help. Just tamper. get some fucking help. Do it, then tamper. No, you stop it. We're not gonna be fucking Miami. Do it, then tamper. So now you lose a whole slew of draft picks, and y'all don't know how to use them anyway. You might well give them back. Miami, <laughs> Miami done fucked up. Who would have thought really. that Philip? I mean, bro, they lost the first round pick. They gave up five for Tyreek. That shit don't matter to them. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like, what the fuck? They gave a slap on the wrist. The only thing that mattered to that owner was the money he had to pay. That's it. And it wasn't shit. So for draft picks don't mean nothing to him. People keep forgetting that he dr- gave up five for Tyreek. Like, when they talk about this shit, they're like, oh, my God, the draft picks. He gave up five for a guy that only runs three routes. <laughs> like, come on. He don't give a fuck. Oh, man. He's a dangerous man with draft picks. He don't care. He tampered to get Tom Brady. This motherfucker don't care. I, I saw a thing that said, who would have thought that Bill Belichick accidentally sending that text to Brian Flores instead of the other um, coach, that text actually came back to haunt the fucking Miami Dolphins in this tampering charge. It's like, damn, the Sith Lord fucking did it again. Played the long game. 
He said, oh, I don't care about the Brian Flores situation. Oh, yeah. I'm about to fucking tank this team for the next few years so I can get my shit back in order. Bill Bill was in there like, I'm tired of fucking splitting with the Dolphins. Yeah. I'm tired of fucking splitting with the goddamn Dolphins. (laughs) Enough of this shit the fuck out. Bring this down, motherfucker. (laughs) Bring it down. Oh, shit. Oh, bro. Okay, so. Now. I want to say I had a little bit to do with it. But I'm not that powerful. I sent out a tweet yesterday after the... Was it yesterday or the day before? After the, the ruling that that judge had made on the six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. Oh, shit. And I put, anybody who thinks that Goodell is going to extend it or appeal it or do anything with it, like, is fucking delusional. The commit, I even fucking added the commission. (laughs) I said, I said, add, NFL commissioner wouldn't have the stones to go and do this. It's already been proven. He's not going to do it. He's not going to touch it. And what is he going to do today? JP questions the manhood of Roger Goodell and his precedent the last decade of his tenure as NFL commissioner. And what does he do? The right thing. Who would have fucking thought Roger Goodell would have taken my advice and done the right thing? They appealed it, and it looks like, especially from what I'm hearing all throughout local, national media, anything that has to do with insiders in the NFL, from what it seems like. Every fucking owner in it, well, except for the Browns, obviously, is is calling for the full season. Plus, some are calling for a season and a half. Some are calling for two. But most of the owners are calling for, at minimum, a full season ban on Deshaun Watson. Who does Roger Goodell work for? The owners. So? And from everything, it's like the the NFL wants to set a new precedent. Uh, The NFL wants to uh, basically make up for the bullshit solutions that they have made previously when it comes to Sexual assault allegations, domestic violence allegations, like the whole nine yards. So, this could be their chance to somewhat, in a way, put a band-aid on a gaping wound. Because my thing is, if you're going to do it to Deshaun Watson, 
And you're going to say, hey, this is our stance on this type of shit. Then you need to be consistent with it. You need to do it for every player, no matter their skin tone. Because let's be real. People are going to bring that up. They got Deshaun Watson. Okay. The next Ben Roethlisberger to come around to have a sexual assault allegation. You better get the same thing. Otherwise, guess what you just did? You just you dug yourself into a deeper hole. You increased the Rock's pockets because all of them black dudes finna go to the XFL. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> was good. Good luck with the WFL, the white football league, okay? Good luck with that. We're gonna go join the XFL. Shit, I'm a motherfucker like Tom Brady. He like shit. I'm gonna go over there with them. Goddamn, I. Mm-mm. He was gonna say, I'm gonna go win an XFL championship before my career is over. <laughs> I'm in Tampa throwing the black guys for fucking three years. I was up there in New England throwing the only white guys, and I ain't do shit. Fuck, I won Super Bowl, but these motherfuckers suck. At least these motherfuckers good. Like Mike is good. He is good versus evil. Mike is good. Chris is good. Like, these are good players. <laughs> that like, shit. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to set this precedent, you need to be consistent with it. I don't want this to be a, it, it's just a one-off, you know, response to, you know, social media outcries and all this shit. Like, nah, this needs to be, all right, from here on out, this is what is going to happen to you when it comes to domestic violence, sexual assault, all this other shit. Violence against women. This is what's going to happen to you. I mean, in certain allegations, in certain situations, I don't even think it should be a season or two seasons. I think you should boot that motherfucker for the rest of his life because you don't need that profile in your league. It's just a bad look. Let him go prove himself in the XFL or the USFL or fucking indoor football league for all I give a shit. Go give our our boys over there at the A7FL some some love. Go try to prove go try to prove yourself or whatever there. And I don't even think they would do it because I think the A7FL guys have some fucking moral standards that are above and beyond a lot of people. You know, so go prove your shit. And if you become a, you do a better person, you do the right things, you know, whether it's charities or whatever the fuck it is, you know, to, to make up for your past until then, if it's, because again, bro, he's shown really no remorse throughout this whole thing. He really is acting like he doesn't give a shit. Like that's why, that's what's bothering me the most. I would feel more for him if he showed actual remorse and empathy for the victims. But he doesn't. Like there's nothing even for the even when they prove that he did things. Nothing. Not even an I'm sorry. Not not like a, a legitimate apology, like nothing. And when I say a legitimate apology, I don't mean like oh, I feel bad for the people who got triggered by this situation, which is a very poor use of words, by the way. You know, for, ah, 
Bro, like, the more and more this shit goes on, like, I used to be a pretty big fan of Sean Watson. Even his time in, like, Clemson and everything like that, you know, the got fucking talent. You know, but I can't... I cannot support somebody like that. I, I just can't. There's, like... Like, I... Yeah. That's what I would want to do to somebody like that. That's fucking foot to the chin. Like, I can't at all back somebody like that. I can't, like, it's, it's again, hey, you know what? I'm fucking wiping my hands of you. You know, you figure, you know, like, at that point, you figure out how to get back into my good graces. Now, again, me to Deshaun Watson, I'm fucking nobody. But I'm just saying me personally from being a fan of him, I can't be a fan of him anymore with how I've seen this play out. I just can't do it. It went from giving him the benefit of the doubt, like we always do. We usually give people the benefit of the doubt on this show. We usually give the the, the innocent until proven guilty nod. You know, let's wait till more information and stuff like that comes out before we actually make a decision on what we think about this person. We're pretty good at doing that. So the more and more and more this has gone on, the more I just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm distancing myself completely from the Deshaun Watson name. Like, I, I can't do it anymore. Uh, anybody else? That's up to you. Everybody else wants to be a fan of, that's cool. I'm not going to tell you not to. Same me personally. I, there's a lot that needs to be proved before you can kind of convince me. But, I mean, your thoughts at all on this whole situation with him? Um. That shit tough. Like I said, I need to. I still ain't seen all the all the shit, so I really ain't got no thoughts on this. This shit tough, bro. He's he, okay. Let me let me just give you an example on how bad this is. Okay. I mean, I understand the severity. It's not that. No, like, no, like, really like up on the whole story. You you showed me the was it you or was it Mad Six who sent the post of even Big Ben was saying that. Like, I see like that. that shit. I see you said that, that shit. Okay. So when you sent that, I was like, remember you telling Roethlisberger that he was, he, this was him not too long ago? And right. then Robert Kraft, the NFL owner who got busted during a prostitution sting at a massage parlor, even came out and said, somebody with this many allegations should not be in the league. Like, you got people who have been convicted of this shit, who have been, like, proven to do this shit, even saying, no, sexual predators are saying no to another sexual predator. That must mean that that other dude is a very bad sexual predator. Like, I, I mean, again, I think people who, I think Robert Kraft <laughs> When I saw Robert Kraft say that, I was like, 
I don't feel like he's the right person to say this. <laughs> I don't feel at all that <laughs> that Ben Roethlisberger and Robert Kraft should be talking about anything of sexual misconduct. Unless, again, they're trying to make amends for the shit that they did. What in a while? But, excuse me, I, 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 I'm just saying, they could be trying to make amends and being public about, oh, I've changed since my ways to get that stink off of them a little bit so they can do the other foul shit that they want to do. One more time. What? I can't look at your finger when it comes in and out of the fucking picture frame under saying pardon the fuck. Yep. Oh, so you don't think at all this is trying to make amends type of thing? I want to hear. Okay. We should have a segment on the show. Conspiracy Hour of the Country. What do you think it is since apparently there's more to it? It ain't really him trying to make it. Well, yeah, fuck it. I'll just go with that. <laughs> I just go with that. Fuck it. He's trying to make a man as clear as image. Fuck that shit. I, I don't know. I, I think he's delusional. I really think he. I think he think that shit never happened. He's blaming it on Alzheimer's. What? That didn't happen. No, I don't know what you're talking about. We have you on tape. What? What tape? I don't know what tape. I don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember that tape. Tape, Who has that? tapes nowadays? This is DVD. What's it? What's the tape? What's the VHS? What is that? No, he said tape. No, I ain't playing no game today. <laughs> no, I ain't playing no game today. I don't need no tape. All right, thank you. I, I don't. I don't need to get wrapped up, Coach. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Ankles are fine. Ankles are fine. Let's go. Yeah, this motherfucker mind scram. He's like, I already been to the trainer. <laughs> We're good. Oh, he's an Alzheimer's patient now. Can't prosecute. I think oh, that's no bullshit. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. I think Robert Kraft and Ben Roethlisberger were kind of the wrong people to, to well, speak Robert up Kraft, about it. And Robert Kraft was saying he 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 had a transaction. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. As soon as he said, I'm like, okay. Oh, oh God. Oh, I didn't want to do it to him. Oh, fuck it. You know face. damn well you did. You know damn well you did. Scummy face. Fuck it. You had that one fucking locked and loaded in the chamber ready to I, go. I, I just, I, I laughed because I literally just thought of that shit. <laughs> I, just thought, I, I just thought of that shit. Robert Kraft. Oh, he, he made a transaction. <laughs> he made a transaction. So shit, you know. And Ben's case. That shit's on tape. <laughs> he was a little, little. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Urban Meyer was a lot more consensual than Big Ben. Good God. Good God, case. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's getting clipped. <laughs> oh, 
He said, "Oh my God!" Hit the scummy face, loaded scummy face. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's getting hit with strays today. Everybody's catching a random bullet today. Apparently, scummy K face. K for sure woke up and fucking chose violence this morning. Pound scummy face. New hashtag. Pound scummy face. Go crazy. Say some outlandish shit. Pound scummy face. It's the only time it's fucking goddamn accepted. Oh. After that, it's, 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 it's an act of war. Oh. He said that was more concentric. Oh, God. It was. Motherfucker was just mad because he did that shit oh. right after getting his ass maxed out. If they were the one, if the Jaguars oh. would have Urban Meyer did, he would have went down as a legend. That would have been a completely different fucking news tape. <laughs> if they would have blew out the fucking Bengals, that would have went down as a damn news tape, bro. They got maxed out, so they were like, man, we just lost. You out there fucking filling on the roof. <laughs> Holy shit. Granted, consensual. She let him do it. She allowed him in her pants. Wow. I don't even know what to say now after that. Like, I don't even know how where, where to fucking carry on because after that. I just humanized Urban Meyer a little bit. Yeah, that fucked you up. Huh? No, he's, no he's, he's, he's been you know, a little actually dehumanized. <laughs> Oh wow, because that that's all on Urban Meyer. That's all on him. Um Damn, they even gave him a good little rib at the beginning of this this game. You know, Trevor Lawrence is like, yeah, you know, I'm paraphrasing. This is not exactly what Trevor Lawrence said, but in re in layman's terms and real people talk, he said, shit, I'm not used to dealing with the fucking crazy fuckery that we dealt with last year. I'm not used to that. Now that we got Doug Peterson, there's a little, there's more structure. You know, he's won a Super Bowl. You know, he's, oh, all right, this is better. This is much better. Doug Peterson is also a pretty good uh, quarterback coach. Um, you know, to be added on his resume and stuff like that too. So I think uh, that whole rib. Oh man, uh, the rib to Urban Meyer. My God, that guy. I mean, I feel like at this where point, is he? Is he like? Is he? He's probably drunk at some bar somewhere, huh? Nah, he and his he and his honeycomb hot out in Ohio. But at the same time, I feel like Trevor, Trevor, his biggest issue is throwing touchdowns in the NFL. Because I mean, he didn't play today, but the Jaguars as a whole need to learn how to throw touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? And it starts with the top. Trevor got to learn how to throw touchdowns, and the rest of the team need to learn how to score touchdowns. So when well, they well, he, he, he needs point. to learn how to throw touchdowns, it's not for the other team. Well, yeah, I, well, obviously for for the Jacksonville Jaguars, he needs to throw touchdowns that accumulate points on the Jacksonville Jaguars' total. Mm. Mm. So when he gets to that point of football, then we can start throwing out shots to the coach that was sitting here doing something. Like if you won three, four games, all right, cool. Oh, uh, what up, Isaiah? It's good, bro. Mr. Coble. He's up here in the comment section. I just want to give a shout out. What's up, my friend? Got you. What up, bro? Um, no, no. Oh, man. 
this whole situation is just with, with Deshaun again, man. It's like that, that's just it's fucking terrible. I know we can try. You know, we made light out of a, a dark situation, and thank you, Kay, so much for the laughter. Holy fuck, that was good. That was so damn good. Um, I had to ask you this one though. Okay. So, and I know we had a little bit of a a bit of a serious conversation about it a couple episodes ago. Um. Right, hold on. Let me let me switch my scum. I gotta take scummy face off. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. If I keep scummy face on, I'm gonna go scummy face. So I'm gonna go politically correct face. Well, we can't. Have, oh God, he puts up the politically correct face. Goddamn goat. Put up the goddamn on goat. Oh God. Um. Brittany Griner got sentenced to nine years today. Oh shit. Hello, wrong fucking person. Yeah. You didn't know I was going with that one, huh? Yeah, probably not. Know. Yep. <laughs> so, um, she got sentenced. She got sentenced to nine years in a Russian jail. Okay. Now, Emmanuel Acho, a man who I respect and I really do admire, um, very not just because he went to the University of Texas. That's just not the get like the very smart guy and like he knows what he's talking about essentially especially when it comes to social issues i like the the un- uncomfortable conversations and stuff that that he's had um these last few years and stuff like that's been very uh educating i should say um even he came out and said although it is I wouldn't say a tragedy, but although it is like a really, it's like, it's a bad situation. We have to stop acting like we as Americans can be going to different countries, just not even giving a shit about their rules. We have to stop thinking just because we're American that if we get busted doing something illegal in another country, knowing damn well we shouldn't be doing that. We can't be going like, oh, I'm just going to call the embassy and they'll, you know, make some sort of exchange. Because if you got to look at what's, you got to really look at what's going on. The Russians apparently are open to a prisoner exchange. Mm -hmm. The problem is we're talking about, I think it's Brittany Griner and one other person. For two infamous Russian criminals, a spy and an arms dealer. Shit, man. Look, I mean, people, okay, look, nobody is going to look at this conversation and going to be happy with it, okay? I just got to fucking, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat the shit, okay? Like, fucking think about it. Okay, like really, 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 really oh, think about so sorry. Oh, the ramifications of what would happen. Like, is that okay? Put that in terms of an uh, you know an NFL or an NBA trade, right? Would you ever trade? Uh, let's say, would you ever trade? Let's talk about one of the best, one of the better football players in the game. Uh, 
Would you, okay, would you ever trade Patrick Mahomes for Nick Mullins? Straight up. You said for who? For Nick Mullins. All right, hold on. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Okay, exactly my point. Yeah, look, or, or, or let me give you another example. Would you trade Patrick Mahomes for Geno Smith? <coughs> it depends. If Patrick Mahomes broke his leg, fuck yeah, he out of here. <laughs> You're not helping the argument. You're not helping what I'm saying at all. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> at all. At all. <laughs> I'm trying to make it in terms of people can fucking understand on what that would mean. Bam. Bam. I got my fluffy puppy up. I got my fluffy puppy up, bro. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I understand you try to break it down for the folk. And I do apologize. If I'm distracted because I'm over not, here. I'm fucking not throwing out damn gauntlet. <laughs> I'm saying, like, not everybody is going to agree with me on this. And I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. I'm just saying, me per. If you're if, if you're gonna tell me I'm wrong, please tell me why I'm wrong, okay? Or show me why I'm wrong. Let's not be like assholes about it. Or, oh, bring it up like bullshit. Like, oh, oh, why would you compare Brittany Griner to somebody like Geno Smith? Why not somebody? You're missing the point of what the fuck it is that I'm talking about, okay? In the trade for a prisoner exchange, we are giving. Or we are giving an arms dealer and a spy for a WNBA player and a reporter. The WNBA player, which is there for nine years because of weed, in another country. Here, obviously, that's a slap on the wrist. Nobody gives a fuck. There... You got to know that. And, okay, I got to ask you this question. How realistic is the argument of honest mistake, didn't realize that I had grabbed it or packed it? And, like, how much, if you're, if you're in a normal situation, and somebody had packed drugs going into another state that it's not legal in that other state. And you were, and somebody said, "Oh, honest mistake. You know, I didn't mean. You know, I didn't mean to take these cards. But like, I was in a rush. I just grabbed them on accident." Well, like how 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 does that sit? All right, so I'm, I'm gonna answer your second question first because I feel like that'd be more direct than the first. So your second question, how would I feel if we're in a car with somebody and they pack some fucking drugs? Well, after the fuck, we got the intake, got our jumpsuits, our fucking stank ass flip flops, our little ass socks. After we get to the fucking table, I'm gonna beat the dog shit out that motherfucker. Do you hear me? After I hear that shit, I'm going to beat the dog shit out that motherfucker. Do you? Hey, hey, I didn't even know. Hey, I didn't know. I didn't need it. It don't matter if you mentioned it now, motherfucker. We're in here now. <laughs> Goddamn. So that's first. 
All right. Now, secondly, I got to uh, kind of avoid your question by just going to the original problem. Your dumbass went to Russia during a time of war. We're not going to call out the mistakes, though, right? Like, people, we got to... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the ego gets in the way of us being American and having, the you know, privileges of kind of being almost able to do whatever we want. Obviously, there's problems, yes. But our laws compared to overseas laws, <laughs> we got it pretty fucking good. We got it pretty good. So, when you look at that, we have to stop acting like our laws are the universal laws of the land. That's not how it works. You know, we can plead and cry and do all that stuff within our own country. That's fine. Like, you know, we'll probably be able to get away with there. But when you're talking internationally, especially in countries that are known to not like ours, you need to be more aware of the situation. You need to know where the fuck you're going. You need to think there is no room for error <coughs> when it comes to illegal activity in a foreign country. Some countries, you're in prison for life. Some countries, they'll let you go. You know, they'll extradite you to the U.S. Some countries will kill you. Sometimes on site, sometimes the next day. There is no trial. You have it on you now, boom, you're dead. Like, I'm not, like... Let me, that, can that's, I simplify for the people? Go ahead. So I'm going to say it like this, folks. Not in a sports-related thing. Everybody likes parties, right? Let's just say you heard about a house party. You go to the house party. It's a fucking gang party. And it's two gangs fighting each other at the party. And so happily, you wore the colors of the gang that they both hate. <laughs> what the fuck is going to happen, big dog? Now you're the center of attention. It's... Again, man, we just need to be more aware. We have to be more, especially at times like this, like, a time, like you said, in a time of war, what the fuck are you doing going to write for a better payday because the WNBA doesn't pay me enough? Bro, you've been in the league. You've been in the league for a while. You're not hurting for money. Look how you dress. I understand you're trying to be fly and stuff like that, and it could be thrift store, but, bro, you for sure not hurting for money. You've been in the league for a while, Brittany. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's been in the league for a while. Like, you know what I'm saying? Endorsement deals and stuff like that. I mean, at least I know for certain you got enough to be able to, to live. Like, you could have missed this year. Like, you could have missed this year. Live, live, definitely live better than the normal lifestyle. That's for damn sure. Because the season don't start again, and you're not here. So it's like, 
you could have for sure survived during that time. You get what I'm saying? You could have survived during that time of the offseason this year, especially knowing that they was at war. Like, to not be as harsh and being direct. Like, all honesty, like, it is not a good look for you to go over there like that. It does make you look entitled. Like, like I, oh, I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I would have just sat out. And if they, they would have did that shit and they would have fired you, it's like, all right, cool. I would have had to take, make a decision for myself. It's like, well, you know, if, if, stuff like that. Like, that's your life, bro. Like, if the Phoenix Mercury would have fired Brittany Griner for that, that she would have been able to make a case against the Mercury and everybody would have been on her side. No, 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 not. At least she would have been home. That's a separate entity. The Mercury's not involved in that. You know what I'm saying? The Mercury wouldn't have fired her. I'm talking about the overseas team. The Russian team. Oh, they yeah, no, man. Fuck fired. that. Who cares? You see what I I'm saying? I don't get my recognition through this, through overseas like, ball anyway. I'll go play for Costa Rica. Them motherfuckers ain't fighting nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get what I'm saying? I'll go play for Puerto Chilling Rico. DR, shit. Haiti, fucking, I'll go play for fucking, you know what I'm saying? I'll go play for somebody else. Brazil, goddamn. I'll go play for another goddamn country. But don't go play for a country that's in the middle of a war, especially a country that the U.S. doesn't necessarily get along with. And I know that's better said than done. Obviously. But, like, I, I promise you, you would have had to take a Kyrie approach about this. Them boys was at war before you start, before the WNBA season ended. You were still in season when they started fighting. Like they were already at exactly. They were already at war before you decided to make that trip. That's what I'm saying. Like man, you ignored it. And you going, you going to the other side. Like you going, y'all talking about peace for Ukraine, and you gonna go to the other side. Like come on, bro, that ain't make no sense. Like you know what's about play in Russia. They finna find a reason. Like come on, they find a reason. They probably saw you do that doggone like. They probably saw you do peace for Ukraine, and they're like, "Oh yeah, oh she come over here, oh yeah, oh yeah." And 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 I want to make it very clear because again, I've seen it over social media and everyone that free Britney, free BG, free BG, free BG, all like all over the place. Now, and American Vladdy don't give a fuck about none of that. Now, do I think that she should be able to come home? To where not be subjugated to whatever hell that's going on over there? That is a citizen? Sure, you hope she's okay. You want her to be home. You would rather her be, you know, in the States rather than her be in a place like that. And and I get the the compassion and the love and everything like that from, from her teammates and players all around the WNBA and the NBA and, and NFL sports all over, all over the place in general, you know, they want Brittany Griner home, but it's like, you have to really kind of sit back and, you know, accountability needs to be shown. And you, I mean, could it have been an honest mistake? Absolutely. It could have been an honest mistake. She could have been a rush, almost Mr. Flight or almost whatever. But it's, again, you think about the timing of the trip and just everything in general. You have to be more aware of what's going on around you. If I'm going to Russia during a time of war, I need to make 100%, no matter how much of it, hey, miss the flight and get another one. Fuck it. You need to make sure your bags are fucking clean. 
you know, so again, I do hope she gets home safe. But we need to stop acting like we can just go wherever the fuck we want and do whatever the fuck we want without any repercussions. That's just not how the real world works. And to be arrogant enough to think so is delusional and dangerous. You know, and it sends a bad message around the world, especially if we're wanting to be a a beacon of hope to a lot of countries. We can't be doing shit like that. You know, so hopefully, you know, for Brittany Griner, hopefully she gets back. You know, I at the cost of what it's going to cost in a prisoner exchange to get her back, that's going to be really tough to handle. It's going to be really tough to handle because it's going to set in motion things that are going to have consequences that are fatal to a lot of people. So, I mean, again, I hope she gets home, but uh, tough situation, man. It's a tough fucking situation. It's tough to talk about and tough to be actually real about because people don't want to hear that. People want to hear, people want to hear nothing but positive. You can't be negative in this situation. And I'm seeing on a lot of social media and things that she said and she's shown what people would call disdain for the country, saying she might want to live somewhere else and stuff like. I'm like, when you say shit like that and then this happens to you, and you expect to get sympathy. From the people who belong to the country you've been bagging on? Well, she said that well, help you. because of people getting killed. I get it. But what I'm saying is when you have that divide, when you make that, you got to be very careful of certain, when you're talking about like moving somewhere else or actually leaving it, instead of facing the problems and making the solution and getting better to just run. You know, that to some people is cowardly. To to that, it's kind of like, all right, well, then go. But don't expect any sympathy from me when you realize how tough and how bad it is somewhere else to where you want to come here. You're just not going to get my sympathy. And I'm not talking about me. I'm just talking about the general, you know, public, especially what I'm seeing on social media and everything else like that. That's just the fact of what it is. She said something. People are bringing it, bringing it back up. That's just, it is what it is. Now, I'm not saying it's right, but people, and it, it's, it, it, that's the culture that people are going to use the shit that you say in your past against you as if you can't change or be, or do for the better and take it out of context. Because again, we know the context, like you said, you mentioned what the context was, act, the reason why she said that is because of the situations that were happening. Absolutely. But do the others give a shit about what the context is? No, they don't. You know, so it's kind of like, it's just got better decisions. Better decisions need to be made. I hope she gets home and I hope she learns from this whole thing and realizes that, you know, hey, we, <laughs> You know, 
yeah, we need to fix the shit here. Instead of leaving, let's fix the shit here. Instead of saying, you know, all this, wherever, let's come together and fix this shit. You know, because is it worth nine years in a Russian jail? Because you really have to... Hey, and I'm going to be honest, they're probably going to make the, the prisoner exchange, which, again, getting your home, it's a good thing. It's just the ramifications politically. And stuff. But if you do you think if it was the other side who was in power, you think they would even bat an eye at this? Like, do you think they would give, even give it a second thought? Like if it was a Russian citizen and they were trying to get... No, 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 no. I mean, like, if it was the Republicans who were in power and not Joe Biden. If it was Trump or something, you know, another Republican in power. Well, yeah, if he was trying to stay in term. Like, if this was like, if this was like three years ago, Trump would have went and got our ass for sure. You think so? You goddamn right he would have went and got our ass. Even how as vocal as she was and everything like that during his presidency against him and all that kind of stuff, you really think? Knowing the ego that he had, that he would have done that. He went and got Leangelo Ball, bro. From China. Well, that's it. Well, he also kissed Putin's ass, too. So he actually might have gotten the back. For a cheaper expense. I don't know. But damn near next to nothing. Because he would have did, did something for him, like a favor or some shit. But he would have went and got her, no lie. He would have got her. At the same time, though, like... <clears throat> the cost of it would have been high. I mean, shit for Britney. She would have had to do some Kodak for, Black shit. Right. <laughs> you got to stop making me laugh for it, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's just not supposed to be funny. You're over here making it funny. <laughs> I'm being serious. You're just laughing. Uh, well. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. You're just being serious. No. Yeah. I know damn well. <laughs> it's just the image that pops into my fucking head as soon as you say that. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Overall view, yes. We hope she gets home, learns her lesson. But everybody, lose the fucking ego. We can't get away with shit here. Over there. Let's be aware of that. Um, update real quick before we get out of here on the preseason game. A uh, whole lot of who gives a fuck to nobody really cares. Uh, so you guys can go check it out and everything yourself on on uh, ESPN or NFL.com or wherever uh, you guys get it, uh, or 27 to three. How about that? That's fine. There, there's your there's your score with four minutes left in the game. Hasn't nice. been at all a barber. It, it's uh, I mean, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, they didn't play at all. Trevor Lawrence nice. didn't play. It's been all backups. Jacksonville just scores 27-11. Well, I must be behind on it then. Because I'm saying you wait I'm, at, I'm at 326. Oh, then Peacock must be, you know, delaying like a motherfucker because holy shit. Yeah, I'm I'm on I'm on ESPN. I'm on Espen. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. never mind. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, quick update. Uh, the Fantasy Football Season 2 of the Jaffo Fantasy Football League coming to you Monday. The draft, September 5th, Monday at 3 p.m. Okay, we might actually switch it around a little bit later, especially since Kay works on a Monday. So we might have to you know, drop it a little bit later. Plus, I am flying back in um, from my cousin's wedding in Washington that Monday morning. Uh, so it'll give me time to kind of recoup, get some rest and stuff like that before the draft. So it might be a little bit later, maybe five or seven. But for right now, we have it at Monday, September 5th um, at 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Guys, uh, if you've seen it on social media or anywhere else, in order to enter, uh, follow, like, share, and comment the best team name, your best fantasy football team name, uh, for a chance to hop into the league and get a chance to win. Last year was $100, but since it's season two, we had to up the ante. So... Enter for a chance to win $200 at the end of the season. The winner of the Joppo Fantasy Football League gets $200 at the end of the season. Uh, and again, all you ha- and if you already follow us, great. Just like it, share it to everybody else so they can now give us the best team names that you can. The best team names that we think we will select. Um, we'll talk a little bit more off air and stuff like that on uh, how many teams uh we're gonna want during the whole thing last year we had 10 uh since we're up the up in the ante and price we want to make it a little bit more difficult so hopefully 12 maybe 14 teams we'll see how things go uh depending on how many people flood the inboxes and comments section um with their team names we will figure that out as time goes on but again uh follow like share comment for a chance to win two hundred dollars for the Jaffo Fantasy Football season, season two. So, say so what? I said they got Young Stitty fucked up. He took three sacks though. I'm looking at the stat line right now. <laughs> Stidham had to go with fucking uh, Josh McDaniels after being with him over there in New England. But at least do your homework, people, because again. There's a reason why it's on the 5th. The fantasy draft is on the 5th. Because that Thursday is Bills-Rams Thursday Night Football Week 1. The reason why we do this again, people get hurt uh, during the preseason and stuff. I would hate for people to draft um, players and they get hurt during the preseason. And that's a waste of a draft pick, especially if it's an early round uh draft pick like a first or second round player you know that fantasy football is big especially if the league is going to be a 12 14 uh person league you know picks and stuff like that get very scarce um it's also a defensive player league so you pick you know we get a defensive lineman a linebacker a db and then the fourth is kind of like the uh, flex position for the offensive players, uh, it could be any position wherever you get the most points. It just adds a little bit of extra dimension and strategic thought in the draft process as well as going out through the season. Um, high scoring, 
a lot of fun. Get in there in that comment section. Let's get the best team names that we possibly can because I want to laugh every time I see a team name. Um, but so again, that's happening. Um, I actually, okay, before we go, real quick, what are you doing on Sunday? <clears throat> Getting high watching the Grinch. Why? Okay. Uh, would you like to get high and watch the Grinch after? Going to a San Jose State practice on Sunday? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to get a hold of Sky uh, tomorrow morning and uh, see if he can get us, both of us in uh, to their morning practice on Shit. Sunday. I got to see how to rent this damn lens tomorrow. Uh, well, I mean, we again, it's a practice, so we'll be a little bit closer. We'll be more, you know, hands-on with things and everything else like that. We can even debut the questions where we were talking about it after that, like for the social media content, like asking questions to people or players who are seeing if they get it right. We can maybe do that. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I'll get a hold of uh, Sky tomorrow morning and uh, – See if we can, because he sent us the thing, and I saw that they've got to practice um, early morning on Sunday and Monday. Um, and I know both of us are off on Sunday, so I wanted to get into a practice, kind of see what uh, what's going to be coming for the upcoming season. So yeah, I'll get them. I'll get a hold of them. That keep an eye out on social medias and stuff like that uh, for when we get down there to go and do uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, so be. On the lookout for everything. We'll give you guys more updates tomorrow. Joffo Sports on Instagram. The Joffo's AP on uh, Twitter. And Tomato Bros Productions on both YouTube and Facebook. We appreciate you guys again for hanging out with us on this lovely Thursday night. Football is back. Thank goodness. We're going to have a whole lot to talk about in the upcoming months, people. We got a lot of shit lined up and a lot of stuff planned. And uh, you are not going to want to miss a damn second of it. Appreciate you guys once again. For myself, JP, for the 610 Beast, and birthday boy, Mr. Country K. Hashtag scummy face. So what? Hashtag scummy face. Hashtag scummy face. The darker it is, the more you need that hashtag. We appreciate you guys. See you next time. Deuces. Aloha.